Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. It's that time again, guys. Coach Lois here. Happy Friday for those of you who are tuning in live. This is another episode, another live edition. Every Friday, we bring you Healthy and Wealthy and Wise live podcast show. I am Lois Kofi, again, sales coach, podcaster, who has really created this podcast out of the pandemic to help inspire you, the salesperson, the entrepreneur, the coach, the author, the speaker, the network marketer, how to get through and grow and thrive through this thing called life in your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. So week after week, I bring amazing guests, and I'm super excited today. I have someone who I actually met through BNI as from, as I like to say, my my Minnesota past <laughs> when I used to live in Minneapolis. And Amy Loria is is a good friend. She's actually also someone that I hired, full disclosure, as a result of this pandemic because I was tired of doing all of the things of how to manifest, generate leads, be able to bring people into my funnel, my email list, my podcast, my fan page. Social media to me was like a, a love-hate relationship. I got to be yeah. honest, Amy, I, I wasn't really excited about how to pivot because I met you offline, right, in networking in face-to-face, belly-to-belly. And so I had to figure out how do I network? How do I generate leads? How do I build trust and rapport, which is what I coach people on in the sales process? But how do I do that authentically when sometimes, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, they're always changing things and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to talk about that today. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce you, Amy, and excited to have you here as digital marketing maven. You're also an airplane nut and a crazy cat lady. So I can't wait to hear about all of that. But go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your journey and your story and why you do what you do. Sure. So I'm Amy Laurie. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Lois. I'm just excited. As Lois said, we've known each other for a long time and I'm excited to be on, you know, the podcast and as part of the journey. Um, but I, I started doing social media, digital marketing, website design uh, in 2005, 2006, and I kind of fell into it. Um, it was, uh, uh, you know, I worked, I volunteered at a museum and I had a job and, and, you know, it was kind of on the cusp of like social media was a thing, but it wasn't really a thing. It was MySpace back then and a little bit of Twitter and a little bit of LinkedIn kind of sprinkled in uh, and websites were much different. And both my job and the place that I volunteered were like, Hey, we need some help. Do you want to, do you want to give this a try? Yeah, sure. All right. So I kind of started helping and, and I found out I really liked it. I really liked it was a museum that I volunteered at. I really liked getting them online and 
having people that never knew they existed, find them, you know, and, and, and come see this incredible museum. So now they're seeing them online and they realize, oh my gosh, I can come and visit. And it's in my backyard. I had no idea. This is so cool. Uh, and eventually, you know, I had friends that kind of started asking me, hey, you, you do Facebook, right? Or you do, you can do Twitter or can, can you get me on Instagram? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I started helping them. And eventually it just developed into a business. And I took my, my art degree, you know, and my, my love of art that I always, always had growing up as a kid. And I started putting it more into like the digital realm, which has been really interesting taking, you know, painting and sketching and turning it into, (laughs) into digital art. Um, but I love it. I love working with so many different clients like you. I work with real estate agents. I work with florists. I work with uh, people who manufacture defibrillator batteries, uh, museums, all kinds of different clients. So it's such a wonderful way for me to branch out without changing a job every six months. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I suppose with an art degree, you might be uh, a little bit limited unless you're going to be uh, working for the walker or becoming a, a well-known artist. So I think that's really cool. And that gives you um, that an eye for what other people are going to be looking for to capture their attention. And I guess I'm going to start with, uh, because I, this is what how I best know you. I, I don't know if you realize this, but you were always on Facebook inviting me to yes. like other people's fan pages. And I was always like, huh. At first I was like, are those all of her businesses? Dude. Wow. And then, and then I found out that's, that's what you did for other people. And then I heard a testimonial um, from Maddie B, our our friend at BNI, and he was getting (laughs) a lot more mortgage loans closed, a lot more clients. And I was just really, really confused about what to do with my Facebook. Yeah fan page. And so let's talk about Facebook first, because we know Facebook is always changing. Um, yeah. The rules are always changing. The algorithms are always changing. I like to joke, Facebook changes uh, their algorithms and stuff more than I change my kids' underwear. Um, <laughs> so just just where do people begin and how effective can Facebook really be, you know, with all those changes? So I think the important thing to, to know is that, you know, unless you're an expert, you're not going to be able to keep up with all of it, right? Like, you're not going to know that the algorithms changed again last Tuesday. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's impossible to know. And it's impossible, like, okay, well, now you can use hashtags, and but you can only use a certain amount of hashtags, and you can only do this, and you can only do that on Tuesdays, or that's not really a thing. But, you know, you, you really have to have that background knowledge to completely be 100% effective. Like you can put up a business page, you can put up a group, you can do all these things, but how do you leverage it? How do you get people to it? And it's not easy. (laughs) You know, uh, that's one of the reasons why I like helping my clients is because they'll start a page, you know, and they get to a certain point and it gets stagnant and they don't, they don't know how to get to the next level. They don't know, you know, maybe if they've tried some ads themselves and they're just not effective, they're not reaching the right people. You know, and that's another thing that changed recently too. Like the whole Apple thing with ads, it's changed how we're going to advertise on Facebook and, and just across the board, you know, so keeping up with it is, is really important. But as a business owner, you have 101 different things you got to do anyway. So I highly recommend if you can, you know, get some help, you know, whether it's a virtual assistant, whether it's somebody like me who has a digital marketing agency, you know, get some help from somebody who does it all the time so that you can get the most out of your page. 
Um, you know, I know we talked about kind of in the beginning too, um, you know, should you post to your business page or should you post to a group? Should you post to your personal page? And yes, the answer is yes, you should do it all, but there's kind of an order, you know, you want to post to your business page and then you post to the group from there and then you post from your business page and you share to your personal page. You know, now you're getting everybody all at once to kind of interact, um, and, and I think one thing that's really important, too, with the business pages is that people forget to be personable. They forget that it's social networking. It's social media. You're supposed to engage with people and ask them questions and do like you do with the podcast where it's live and people can interact with you. That's the whole point of social media. If you're only putting out products and saying, like my stuff, buy my things, nobody's nobody's going to interact with you because it's not, it's not authentic and it's not the real you and it's not mm. what they want to see. That's awesome. And I want to, I don't want to forget um, to mention this. If you guys have questions, please comment below. I do keep my shows to roughly 30 minutes. So I know I, I'm, I'm selfish. I have awesome <laughs> questions that I want Amy to answer, but please comment below. And of course, if you see value in this, whether you watch this live or on the replay, um, go ahead and, and hit the share button so other people can get this great advice. Like she just dropped a golden nugget about, hey, post on your fan page first yep. and then share to your group and or your profile, which I think that was a, a big thing that you taught me. And, you know, you did help me enter into the scary, admittedly for me, scary world of Facebook ads because I've heard horror stories of people yep. throwing money at those ads and losing thousands of dollars and, and getting zero return. And I know I've, I've just been dipping my toe in and helping right. get more opt-ins for events and webinars. And of course, get, get more people to like my page and, and stuff like that. But what could be any advice you have granted, obviously I would say hire you, um, but, <laughs> but what, what um, um, advice do you have for someone who doesn't know where to begin with Facebook ads? Are they really worth it? And what advice could you give them? They absolutely they can they can be worth it. Um, but I always 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 start my clients small. I mean, you you and I know or you know you know we yep. started twenty five dollars, you know thirty dollars, fifty dollars. Don't start with two hundred, three hundred, five hundred dollars, and expect that you're going to get everything that you need out of that ad. You have no idea if you've hit the right market or not. You have no idea if you've hit the right graphic or not. Or the right verbiage and all of that is super important when you're putting together an ad you can't just it's not the same thing as putting something out there and going okay well i'm good and everybody's going to show up that's not how it works you have to test it you know so test it first do a small one do 25 okay that was successful people really responded to the graphic and it resonated with them you know now let's try 50. okay it's still working great now you start increasing it you know, but don't don't put thousands of dollars into it without testing the market first. You know, you have no idea if you're even going to hit what they're looking for. You know, maybe maybe the graphics great, but the verbiage doesn't resonate or the landing page doesn't resonate and you get no conversions. I mean, there's so many things that go into it rather than just, yeah, cool. I put up an ad and I'm going to get all kinds of people. It's, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's like training for a marathon. You gotta you gotta walk maybe before you run, and it's it's just like guys don't don't do it yourself on social media. I I, I see so many people doing that. It's almost like you're not an auto mechanic, right? Would you fix your own car? Probably, hopefully, not. 
So that's cool. Well, let's let's shift gears a little bit because I know I want to cover different parts of of social media, and I, I love that advice. By the way, I think it's phenomenal to start small and grow. Yeah. Test, 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 test. So you know me, I'm a huge fan, and I coach on email list building and email marketing. Why and how? Why should people do it? And how do you help people with email marketing? So I think it's. I think people need to look at their digital marketing strategy as a more holistic approach, you know, like healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? Like it's all the things together. Um, and a lot of people go, well, I'm on Facebook, so it's good. Or, or I do email marketing or I do a blog or I do this, but you're not doing it all together. You know, maybe you've updated your website, but you're not doing anything else. And email marketing is, is an important piece of that pie because if social media goes away or something happens to that platform, you no longer have access to those people. They're gone. And I'm not saying that they're going to go away, but how do you how do you keep them? How do you keep track of them? How do you keep in contact with them if something happens with Facebook? What if your profile gets hacked? I had a client their profile got hacked and now and they didn't have access to any of it anymore. You know, so always have a backup plan. And email is a great way to take what you're doing online and get in their inbox now. You know, now now you're in their inbox. Now you can, you know, reiterate the same message that you've been talking about on Facebook. You can have a more personal conversation with them. You know, I, I know you you send out a lot of great emails and I know you've even talked about the importance of having an email list and why it's so important because you need to have access to those people. You know, what if you want to build a, what if your relationship is, you know, beyond just selling a product and you need to have a personal connection with them? Mm -hmm. You know, what if you need to call them? What if you, you know, you have none of that information from Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? It's a great way to get to know people and a great way to, you know, foster those relationships, but you want to have a holistic approach to it. Um, and, and why you should look at hire somebody is because you can't do it all. You know, like you, it, it's really, really hard to keep up a social media campaign and then an email marketing campaign. And, oh, did I forget to do my blog this month? Yes, I did. Oh, man. Okay. It's been three months. I had no idea. You know, and, it, and I think the, there's a pretty big misconception, too, that it's not affordable. It's going to cost you thousands of dollars a month. And it's mm. not. It's not always going to cost you, you know, the entire farm. <laughs> Like you can do it affordably and there are, you know, companies like mine where, okay, what's your budget? Okay, here's what we can do based on roughly around your budget. You know, it may not be all the things, but let's start, start again, start small and we can work up to it. You know, we can work up to the blog and the SEO and the, you know, email marketing and the social media, but maybe we're just going to start with the blog, you know, or the email or, or whatever it is. So. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so true because it's like you get overwhelmed. It's like going to a buffet and you're like, oh my god, this all looks so good. Where do I where do I begin? And yeah, and and ironically, kind of fun. I started building my email list. That was my first focus before I really figured social media out. So I, I took a chunk of time and focused on email list building. Then. I went into the social media space and, and, and actually you, the reason I built my list first guys is because like I have on the screen here right now, social media is not your CRM or email list. And again, CRM is a client relationship manager. Essentially it's a leads database. It's your gold mine. It's your asset. It's your 
tomorrow money and your your retirement money to be honest and we don't know like you mentioned myspace i had to chuckle i don't remember when my myspace uh left my life but it was probably like 2007 i'm guessing or 2008 maybe and so i wish now i could go back and try to reconnect with all those people and see if i can add them to my list but i can't because my account is no longer and i've seen so many people's accounts hacked and shut down and and you mentioned something else in there that i want to touch on is the blog, you know, um, cause I think I've, I've gotten back into blogging also because of the need to be seen, be heard and to be paid through online mechanisms, yeah. like what you're doing. Why should people blog in, in your opinion? And how, how do you help people with that? Well, it's another way. So again, it's back to the holistic approach, right? But it's another way for people to get to know who you are and understand that you're an expert in your field. You know, it's it's a chance for you because let's be honest with social media, you know, you get like three, three sentences and you get a picture or a short video and then people are gone. Right. Unless they're really interested in what's going on or they're emotionally invested. But by putting that blog on on social media and sharing it in your email, email marketing, now you get to expand on it. Now you get to really show them what an expert you are on, let's say you're a real estate agent and you're talking about the housing market, you know, go into detail, show them your, the level of expertise that you really have so that you can build trust with them. You know, not only are they going to maybe share your article because, oh, this was such a great article. And I have, you know, my friend Jenny, she's been looking for a home and I need to share this with her, you know, so now, now you're sharing information, but it just, it builds more on that base and it helps you become a trusted expert in whatever it is that you do as a business owner. You know, I, I have to admit my blog is a little behind a few months because I need help. You know, I'm in the process of, of hiring and getting somebody to help me with my stuff because I'm working on everybody else's stuff. But when I do post, it's about social media. It's about digital marketing and the things you need to be looking at to really beef up your content and, and make, you know, but I, I want to set myself apart as an expert. So that's, that's really why you should blog. And, and on top of that, it really goes, um, or it really, really helps with your SEO. You know, now you're putting out regular content for Google. And as I like to call them, the Google gods, <laughs> the Google machine, you know, it really likes the SEO. And now you've got backlinks when you share it out, you've got, you know, information coming in. Uh, and it just, it, it, is that holistic approach again. Yeah, that's that's fantastic cuz it's it's cool to hear you be so transparent about even you feel behind um in oh, yeah. getting that that stuff done. Awesome. Um when it comes to Twitter, um talk to me about Twitter cuz that's an area where I'm not super well versed in, I'll be honest. I I use LinkedIn and Facebook the most. Um, Instagram is a slightly distant third and, and Twitter is the one that sort of falls off. And that made me think of another question, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> so I really like Twitter and I think people kind of pass it by. Um, it gets kind of a bad rap because there's a lot of um, political stuff on there, a lot of news, a lot of things. So it can get really intense really fast. But again, you get to pick your newsfeed. You get to pick who you see and what you see. So if you don't want to follow those news channels or the outlets or the political people, don't, you know, if you want it to be strictly business, uh, you know, do that. But 
Twitter, I think, is is really overlooked. It's another great one that can help with SEO as well because you post a sentence about what you're doing and people can click your link and now they're back to your website. You know, now they're now they're on your YouTube page checking you out and watching your video. Um, you can, uh, they just released something too, and I, I haven't had time to dig into it this week, but they just released a new function of Twitter. So I'm excited about what that looks like to kind of keep up to date, but they've got a story feature now that you can use. Um, you can post video to it. I mean, it's just, give it a second chance, people. I like Twitter, give it a second chance <laughs> or a third chance. Give it another try. I, I wholeheartedly encourage you to. Well, then you brought up the question and I, I hope you guys don't mind. I'm, I'm covering like a lot of different <laughs> social media, blog, email. It, it's a lot. I, I want to bring it back to what we were talking about is focus on one thing first, right? Yeah. And then you'll be able to, to add from there. However, there are a lot of people like myself who I would call a multi-platform form professional because I didn't know. I just kind of jumped on the bandwagon with Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram. I happen to find my favorite two between Facebook and LinkedIn. Do you, when you compare the four, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and oh, by the way, now we have Clubhouse is like a huge platform. Right. Do you recommend in any order, like which one may be the best for your clients? Do you recommend? So that's one question. And then how many platforms would you ever say someone should limit themselves to, right? Because I don't think you can spread yourself too thin on social media. And maybe you'll tell me wrong. No, I agree. You don't want to spread yourself too thin. You want to have a presence out there uh, for numerous reasons. Again, SEO, you know, Google, just, you know, brand awareness, but you don't want to spread yourself too thin. And every platform is different too. So what you post on Facebook isn't always going to translate well to Instagram. Like I see a lot of people posting on Instagram and they're posting links all the time. Well, you can't click any links on Instagram. So if you're posting a link, it's just, there's, people can't do anything with it. So you have to point them back to your bio or you have to get to a certain threshold where you can have links in like your story that kind of thing. So like, if you're going to be on all the platforms, make sure you actually know how to use them. That being said, it really depends on where your customers are as to what platforms you should choose. If my customers aren't on Facebook, I mean, you can have a Facebook page, but maybe that's not the first one that you should go for. You know, if, if your primary demographic, let's say, is on Instagram, well, then that seem that should be the first place that you look and that should be the first platform that you you set up. Now Facebook and Instagram are kind of intertwined so you know probably get those two put up together. Uh, but then you know do some research. Are your clients on LinkedIn? If they're not, maybe that's not the right platform for you. Maybe they're on Twitter. You know, maybe a lot of your clients are on Clubhouse or maybe they're on YouTube. You know, do some research and find out what your clients want, what they're looking for and where they are. Uh, and that will help you determine what platforms to be on. Because I did the same thing, you know, early on, you know, when things were kind of rolling, you know, get on all the platforms. That's the strategy. Get on everything. You have to do it all right now. And then people kind of went, whoa, 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 time out. <laughs> this isn't working. Because <laughs> it doesn't. You, you And you can't spread yourself too thin. Oh, I love that. And just my own experience, and this is why I, I hired you, Amy, is I was I was I was getting burnt out on doing both myself. And so I focus on LinkedIn now. 
because yep. you freed up my time on Facebook. Yeah. And so I've really found my happy place. And it took me guys probably a good year to feel really good and solid and confident and then lead people to action off of that, those platforms and into my funnel or my email list. And then of course, into a sales conversation from there. Um, well, and I, I think too, just real quick, people mm-hmm. force themselves to be on a certain platform because they feel like they have to. And, and while you should, you know, be on the big ones, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, if you can, but if it doesn't feel right, like I worked with a person who she really had some reservations about Facebook. We got a page started. We posted like once a week to it just so that people would know she was still relevant, but she didn't want to post on Facebook. I said, well, where do you feel comfortable posting? And she said, Instagram. I said, great, let's do that. You know, do what feels comfortable and right for you. You know, knowing that you might not see a ton of results, but you're also, it's not going to be right. And it's, there's going to be resistance and it's not going to work. You know, do what feels comfortable. Well, and I'd love you to share. I know for me, um, I didn't have a Facebook group at the beginning of the pandemic. And yeah. I, I get a lot of these other um, like uh, concerns, we'll call them, from clients. Like they, even though they believe their ideal client is on Facebook, yeah, they don't want to use their personal profile as their quote unquote invitation to my business list. And now I had a paradigm shift last year to be totally transparent. I don't consider my Facebook friends list now having to be everybody I ever went to high school with college, everybody I ever, ever met. That's how I saw Facebook when I first started. But now to me, it's more about, Hey, yeah, you're in my tribe and you're going to hear about my business pretty much all day, every day. Plus you'll see me and the kids at the beach like last night or, you know, this, that, or the other, but, but talk about those people who are really, scared to use their Facebook profile or even Instagram because I, I see them both as more like pictures, fun, lifestyle, attraction yeah. through that way. But some people are really private and they they just can't even fathom. What do you say to those people? How should they use their own personal profile or should they just really separate that and just get a fan page or a group and try to keep them separate? So... I mean, with the way things are now on Facebook, you can really kind of separate it out and you can join a lot of things as a business now. So you can join those groups as a business page. You can join, you know, so you can kind of keep that going and get people there. But what it lacks is that personal connection, especially if you've got a larger business that like mine is Spotlight Business Solutions, but I've really made it about me as the person serving you as the client, right? Like, so you get me. Uh, So it's my personality, that kind of thing. Um, So what I would say about that is possibly potentially think about doing two personal profiles. Same thing with Instagram. If you are not comfortable and you want to keep your private stuff private, keep it private. And then start a business page for, for Instagram specifically. And then start even a separate profile Uh, a personal profile connected to your business page for your business contacts and post business stuff on there. You want to, you know, post some personal stuff because people need to get to know who you are, but now you can keep your kid's birthday party separate. You know, you can, you can still do the fun stuff like, Oh, we tried out, you know, this great new restaurant in Woodbury. Yay. Cool. (laughs) Uh, You know, whatever it is. You want to get a little personal with people, but you don't have to get super personal with them. Um, 
you know, okay. and then you don't have to worry about it. I know it seems like a lot of work, but I have two profiles. I have one that is just for like family, you know, family and friends. And then I have my one that I use all the time that is for everybody. Um, you know, so what they see is, is what they get. Um, but if you're concerned about it, you know, that's an option as well. Well, and you meant you meant something that's I've heard some controversy about this. Some people say don't create two personal profiles, or you could get shut down. Like I don't know the rules behind that. Do you have you, any quick thoughts? You can get shut down. It's all in how you use it. If you're spamming people and you're constantly assaulting the algorithms in the system, you can get shut down. Um, I created mine a couple of years ago in the event that my main profile gets hacked or I get taken down, I still have access to all of my business stuff. Uh, it's with a separate email. I ha have my middle name in there and it's also private. So people can't necessarily search for me. So it's all in how you use it. But before you do it, yeah, absolutely look into it to make sure that you don't get both profiles removed or revoked or whatever, because that isn't, that can happen. <laughs> awesome. And of course, guys, Build that email list. I'm just going to throw that out there one more time. Um, 100%. Build that email list. <laughs> so I know um, we're coming to the end here already. Gosh, uh, time always flies, but I always want them to know that they can reach out to you. And you have a gift that I'm putting in the show notes. And can you explain to them what that free gift download is? Sure. So if you sign up for my email list, um, I am offering uh, 30 days of social media marketing ideas for you. So it gives you Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday, um, 30 days of ideas so that you don't have to think about what to post. So just my my thank you for being on the show and thank you to all of you. So I love it. I'm signing up. I love oh, that. Good. Yeah. And let me know how you like it. <laughs> Try it out on Instagram or on um, LinkedIn. <laughs> Awesome. And before I ask you my final question that I ask everyone, I just want to give you guys a couple of announcements and reminders. If you've been following me this past month, you've heard me say this almost every show. And I can't say it enough. Mm. Next week, uh, you want to be here. Strategic Alliance Live. In fact, if you sign up today, there is a huge training tomorrow worth thousands of dollars, literally that you can attend and it'll prepare you for this massive online networking event on steroids. There's gonna be education on how to do strategic alliance or joint ventures, business deals, how do you do it from a legal standpoint, but just how do you structure a collaboration? And that's really what life is all about. Together, everyone achieves more. I think I shared multiple times, but I'll remind you guys, the reason I'm so excited about this is I want to give back because in January, I attended this same event. And the next month I doubled my income to multiple five figures because of the relationships, the education, and just the giving spirits of all of the high level influencers that attend. There's going to probably be about a thousand people there. So I'll drop the link again in the show notes, in the chat. If you're hearing this recording, the event is uh, June 9th through 11th. So yes, you could sign up as late as June 9th or 10th if you really wanted to and still get incredible value. It could, I do believe, change your life. And the whole goal is um, you go, they, they are guaranteeing that you uh, make $100,000 in sales through strategic alliances in the next 12 months. So if that doesn't get your attention, I don't know what will. 
So that's my only announcement today, other than next week, um, Friday, I'll still be interviewing Artem Kuznetsov. He's a really great friend of mine, and we're actually going to have a, a spiritual conversation um, about he's been able to create major success, income, and wealth by being more spiritually grounded, working less, working smart, not hard, and setting healthy boundaries, which is a huge passion of mine as well. So tune in next Friday for Artem and my conversation. And now, Amy, thank you again for being here today. And I always close with this question because the title of my podcast, as you know, has a ton of meaning for me. And when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, Amy, what does it mean to you? I think, again, I'm going to talk again about the holistic approach. Like it's making sure you've got everything balanced in your life and in your universe to make sure that you're where you need to be. You know, health is very important to me. I've struggled with that a lot in my life. And so making sure that I've got the balance there to just feel good and get get through the day is important. And to me, wealth doesn't necessarily mean, you know, money wise, but just, you know, having the right people in my life and being able to share, share things with them and then share things with me. Um, and then wise, obviously just take a moment to breathe <laughs> and think things through before you act. But I think it's, it's a holistic, holistic approach again to life and you got to balance it all. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Please share this episode. Everyone, if you saw value, you know, your friends that are struggling with this whole social media thing, where do I begin? What do I do first, second, third, or just how to focus? And of course, please take Amy up on her amazing gift. I'll drop it in the comments and the show notes. And again, we appreciate you, our fans, our tribe tuning in to healthy and wealthy and wise until next time, as I always like to say, here's to your best health, your best wealth and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20 minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at Lois at Lois Kofi to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.